time to talk sports. 96.5 is 600 KGEZ, and the Knock on Sports is on the air. Here's your host, Anthony Knockreiner. Good evening and welcome. Welcome indeed here to a Tuesday night edition of the Knock on Sports. Hope you guys are having a great Tuesday. Some nice warmer weather. I will definitely take it. It sounds like we are going to get some rain or some partial snow uh, tomorrow here in the Flathead Valley. But we are from everyone at the greenhouse. We are getting one step closer. Uh, to getting to high school basketball only a couple days away. And I can't wait for that Thursday game between the Flathead Ravettes and the Sentinel Lady Spartans. We'll have that one for you right here on 600 KGEZ. And it's felt like it's been six months since I've called a game. I know it's only been since October, but it feels a lot longer than that. And I can't wait to get a chance to see what this new uh, Flathead Ravettes uh, team it's going to look like under Coach Sam Tudor. Uh, the Tudor era as well as the Johns Root era gets underway this Thursday, and I can't wait to see what it looks like. All guests, join us tonight on the Whitefish Credit Union Hotline. Tonight, you can expect to hear from Sam Tudor, Brave Vets head coach. We'll chat with him in about 10 minutes. Then we will chat with Jason Mackey, the head coach for the Sentinel Boys basketball team. They've got a lot of pressure they are looking like the preseason favorite to come out of the Western AA as the number one seed. How are they feeling about that? We'll also get his thoughts on Alex Germer and many more. So like I said, uh, two basketball coaches. Can't wait to chat with them here uh, throughout the next hour here on the Knock On Sports on the Whitefish Credit Union hotline. Knock On Sports is sponsored by Whitefish Credit Union. Looking to start saving money? We'll get rid of your high-interest credit card today. Apply at whitefishcu.com for a low-rate credit card from Whitefish Credit Union. Big question here for tonight as we get ready for high school basketball. Again, only one game was played in Class AA, and that was Butte and Big Sky. Uh, Butte obviously getting the win 70 to 36. But where are the battles going to be in girls basketball? Where are those going to be at? And for me, you know, that's the really interesting part when you look at it because when you look at the Eastern Conference, you have to look at the billing schools. West has a ton of success. They've been really good. Now, again, the Albrechts twins are gone, so they're going to have to replace a lot of scoring. But at the same time, Billings Senior and Skyview have some pieces coming back to their program that I think are going to make them really dangerous. When I look at the Eastern Conference, I don't necessarily think it's completely wide open. I think there's going to be somebody that takes a dominating stance in that conference, but I really, really believe uh, that I think anybody can win this thing. I think, you know, you look at Bozeman, Addie Ekstrom, uh, one of the top players coming back. She can definitely, I think, will Bozeman uh, to possibly being an Eastern Conference champion. I just think the Eastern Conference right now, Great Falls, they've got some pieces back. CMR did graduate a lot of their scoring from a year ago, along with the rebounding. So uh, what, what do they have coming back? Could be really interesting for Coach Crosby's crew, but... I just look at the Eastern Conference as a very, very uh, interesting conference considering the fact you just don't know what to expect uh, out of those Eastern Conference teams. When you look at the Western Conference, it's pretty clear who the favorite is. Obviously, it's the Capital Bruins. Obviously, Danny Barch, Paige Barch. Just starting with those two players who are All-State players, uh, Paige as well, uh, Gatorade Player of the Year. Already won a state championship in volleyball. Uh, so this team is going to be the clear-cut favorite, at least in their preseason. 
Now, with Capital, it's not just them and everybody else. Obviously, the Hellgate Lady Knights, well, they've beaten Capital. They know what that's like. They took them down last season. And so the Hellgate Lady Knights are going to look like, at least in the preseason, the clear-cut challenger. The Hellgate Lady Knights are going to be tough, obviously, with Sailor, Heafy, and many others. Uh, Coville leads in shot blocks uh, for the Hellgate Knights and was one of the top players in that category last season in girls' basketball. So Hellgate is going to look like the clear-cut challenger to try and knock off Capital. Now, I put those two teams in Tier 1, uh, just in terms of your ranking and tiering uh, the Western AA Conference in terms of girls' basketball, because those two teams we know are going to be really good. Outside of injuries, it's really going to be tough to imagine that these two teams don't make the state playoffs as home seeds, as possible one or two seeds when we do get to the postseason. Uh, when you look at two years ago, Hellgate also defeated uh, the top team in the conference, which was the Helena High Bengals at the time. They ended up winning a state championship still. But Hellgate did knock them off in the semifinals. So this team does have experience knocking off top teams. And like I said, they beat Capital last year as well. They split there. So like I said, it's going to be really interesting, the matchups in those two particular games. Uh, you could look at those as games of the week between the Hellgate Lady Knights and the Capital Lady Bruins. The teams that are going to look to try and challenge Hellgate and Capital just below that tier are going to be Sentinel and they're going to be Glacier. Now, again, Sentinel and Glacier return a bunch of great pieces to, again, challenge those teams. Now, the biggest thing is, is that Sentinel loses a big piece in scoring in Deaton. And as we talked with Coach Amanda Cram, they're going to have to try and replace the scoring of Aubrey Rademacher. Now, she really likes the pieces that, that she has to replace that scoring. Obviously, Keller, Emma Anderson, um, Kenzie Williams, Kylie Fritz. Those are all players that could definitely do it. Uh, but again, we're just going to have to see what happens Thursday and Saturday and as the season progresses. And until we see that develop, I think that's why I put Glacier and Sentinel just below that tier of Capital and Hellgate. Now, this is where things get really interesting because these are the wild cards. Butte lost a lot to graduation, but they do have a very good scorer in McKenzie Tutty. You look at Flathead. They've got a ton back, a lot of experience with a lot of young players. They've got some veterans that I think are going to step up as well. But Flathead's in that wild card mix with coach Sam Tudor. What are they going to bring to the table? Then you look at the Helena High Bengals, only a year removed from winning three consecutive state championships in girls basketball. No longer the head coach is Eric Peterson. Dudek steps in. So what kind of team is Helena High going to have? And from what I've been hearing, it sounds like they could have a possible young team uh, for the Helena High Bengals. And so, like I said, that's why I think I, I don't know for sure what this team is going to have, but that's why I group these three teams together in terms of, okay, these are the wild cards because until we really know what the hierarchy is for these teams in girls basketball and how they match up with the other teams that are at the top. Uh, we just don't know uh, how they're going to factor into the playoff race. Then you look at Big Sky. Again, I'm not leaving Big Sky out because I want to. I think, again, Big Sky is going to be a tough team. Uh, they're under a new head coach once again, uh, Jordan Featherman. Uh, they're rebuilding the culture. It's essentially rebuilding that entire program from the foundations up. And so, like I said, I, I think for the Big Sky girls basketball team, what they're going to try and do, and obviously tough outing uh, this past weekend against Butte, but I think the biggest thing for them first is we need to see Big Sky, one, able to score, and two, able to get close 
closer to teams uh, and, and get more competitive games. And until we see then, I just can't put Big Sky up there yet. Again, I'm hoping for it. I don't like seeing uh, programs at the bottom. I know, you know, when we talk about conference standings, there's always got to be one team at the bottom. Uh, but Big Sky has been there a while. And so I'm hoping that they can get it turned around and be a more competitive ball club. Because, again, competitive ball clubs in the Western AA Conference just make games that much more exciting. But for Big Sky, I just have them as a team that's in rebuild mode and rebuilding the culture and what they want to be an identity of that program. So the real battle here, again, like I said earlier, I think Capital, I think Hellgate are going to be teams that are going to get home seeds because they're just that good outside of injuries barring this team. I just don't know how Capital and Hellgate, and I'd be surprised, again, it's a weird year, I'd be very surprised if those two teams don't have at least home playoff games to start the postseason because they are that good, the Barge Twins. They've got a great cast along with them. Uh, we're going to talk to Coach Katie Garson Forba tomorrow to find out more about that team as they try and win a state championship in girls basketball. Obviously, they were co-champions last year. Nah, I don't think they really like that. They wanted to be state champions, so I think they're not going to be on a mission. Hellgate's going to be the same way as well. So when I look at where the battles are going to be, and you're, in particular for Flathead and Glacier, our two local teams, for me, it's going to be the matchups against the Sentinels, against the Buttes, and against the Helenas. Those are going to be critical games. Now, again, if, if Flathead or Glacier can steal a game from Hellgate or get a game against Capital, split that season series, that's huge. But I think we're, we're Glacier and Flathead, if they're going to make movement to be a home playoff team when we get to that point in March and late February, uh, these games are critical for them in the matchups of, okay, they've got to be able to beat Butte, they've got to be able to beat Sentinel, and they have to be able to beat Helena. They've got to win those matchups, and then, like I said, try and steal a game from Hellgate, try and steal a game uh, from Capital. And then you got to take care of business uh, when you play Big Sky, whether it be at home or on the road. So if I think for Flathead and Glacier, they have great pieces. And obviously, it also is going to come down to Crosstown. Uh, we'll see how that those two games play. But those are, I think, the five teams for me that are the critical battles that are going to determine whether or not who we see as that third seed or that fourth seed when we talk about girls basketball in the playoffs in late February. Because again, when you look at the first round, it's going to be conference matchups. So one versus eight, two versus seven, three versus six, and four versus five. And so you want to be that team that's hosting that playoff game. Now, obviously, everyone wants to be the number one seed. It's going to be really tough to take that away from Capital. Uh, but again, I, I think that you want to have that home playoff game, and I think Glacier and Flathead want to do that. When you talk about, at least in the divisional tournament the last several years, and if you look back ever since I've been here, in terms of girls' basketball, Flathead and Glacier have matched up multiple times in the playoffs, and I think both programs would like to try and avoid that and be either the three seed or the four seed possibly when it comes to home playoff games. But like I said, I think the must win games, when you look at, and I know it's only the preseason and we're already talking must wins, but I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, okay, you know what? Flathead's got to get wins against Butte, Helena. They've got to try and get one and split or try and sweep Glacier as well. And then they've got to do something they haven't really done in a long time, and especially in the last decade, which is knock off the Sentinel Lady Spartans. They're going to get their first opportunity to do that on Thursday. And so... 
Like I said, those are the critical areas within Western AA Conference basketball. Those are the matchups that are going to be really intriguing from week to week, how these teams match up, because I think those are the games. Not saying Capital is automatically or Hellgate's automatically just going to run through the entire Western Conference, but when you're looking at key games that are going to decide playoff seeding, I think it's between those five teams and when those five teams decide to match up over the course of the next several weeks in Class AA basketball. So those are the critical battles. Should be really exciting. Can't wait to call Thursday's night game. Uh, we'll get more detail into that uh, tomorrow as well into Thursday's pregame uh, on the on the broadcast between Flathead and Sentinel. We'll have more on that during the Three Rivers Bank pregame show. So that'll be a lot of fun as well. Without further ado, let's jump into our first conversation. And joining us on the Whitefish Credit Union Hotline next is going to be the new head coach of the Flathead Bravettes, Sam Tudor. How is this team shaping up with the month-long of practice? And how did they use it to their advantage? We find out next. 